Welcome to Dominion Talks with Desi Schneider again. What I have on my heart is to encourage you to trust God. And trusting God looks like cheering up. And so really, I wanted to cheer you up. Cheer you up because God is faithful. God is good. God is love. And His mercy towards us is new every morning. So today, we're walking in the very goodness of God. Today, we can yield and make choices to allow His plan to be fulfilled in our lives. And the most important decision that we make in light of that is to trust God. To trust God. And so I'll title this segment, To Trust is to cheer up. And so it's time to cheer up. It's time to cheer up. We are walking out a mighty transformation as believers in Christ, as born again children of God. The Holy Spirit lives in us now and his function, his expression towards us and through us is to conform us to the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we know that Jesus has overcome the world. And so we are to cheer up. One of the ways, one of the ways that cheering up looks like is to forsake all your cares, to cast your cares on the Lord and to trust Him that He is taking care of you. In John 16, 33, we can all quote this verse, but we want to live it out. We want to have a joy around about us that is so contagious that this happy of God, this triumphant joy and merry of God that we have be released to others. They would minister the grace of God to another. And so here in John, John writes the words of Jesus These things, Jesus says, I've spoken to you. These things, meaning that there are hard times coming, that there will be tribulations, that there will be persecutions. Jesus says, these things I've spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. That in him we might have peace in the midst of the storm. That in him we might have peace peace in the midst of the tribulation, that in him we might have peace in the midst of the trouble and the trying of our faith, because it's producing a far greater weight of glory. In the world, Jesus said, you will have tribulation, you will have trouble. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. And this is really the subject of today. Be of good cheer because Jesus, the overcomer, the one that calmed the storm, the one that walked on the water, the healer, the provider, the multiplier of grace, he now lives in us. And because of his life within us, we have an overcoming that we are doing every single day. And so the time to cheer up is not when everything is looking peachy. 
The time to cheer up is actually in the middle of the storm. The time to cheer up, it's in the middle of the trouble. And so as soon as you encounter trouble, ha ha, you know what you're going to do. You're going to turn up the joy. You turn up that cheer. How? By bringing to remembrance his goodness. By bringing to remembrance these passages of scripture. By putting your eyes back on the word of God. By inclining your ear again to the words of Jesus that the Holy Spirit will bring to your remembrance. And the one thing that he'll bring to your remembrance that it is finished, that your redemption is complete, that your salvation is complete, that he was crushed on your behalf so you not be crushed, that he was pressed beyond measure so you will make it through the press just like Paul did and Peter and John, to have a confidence within us that the work of salvation is complete. And that is truly our cheer. It is not dependent on earthly circumstance. If anything, earthly circumstance has no relevance. No relevance. So don't wait for it to get better. It's gotten better already. He died for you. In Colossians Chapter 119, Paul writes, For it pleased the Father that in him, in Jesus, all the fullness should dwell, and by him, by Jesus, to reconcile all things to himself. Do you believe this? That all things have been reconciled to himself now, and that we now have peace with God, that our life has become one with his life. Everything is brought in submission to his dominion, to his lordship, as we submit to him. And the way we submit is by believing, by believing, by trusting God. Paul continues, by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. So this reconciliation of all things to himself, it is by him. You don't have a play here. He has done it all. Whether on earth or things in heaven, all things for us now are brought and completion. And so what we're doing here, we're walking out this completion of our salvation with fear and trembling. We are fully yielding to the lead of the Spirit, or at least we want to. How do we do that? By inclining our ear back to the Word, by bringing to remembrance what He has spoken to us, that now we have peace with our Heavenly Father, through the blood of his cross. And so if God be for us, if we're one with him, what can be against us? What trouble can trouble us? No, we trouble the trouble. No, we turn the trouble upside down and we make it line up. We make it reconcile with the perfect will and plan for our life. We walk right over it. We walk in heavenly places far above the earthly circumstance of trouble and tribulation and persecution. Verse 21, 
and you once who once were alienated and enemies in your mind so we're no longer enemies in our mind we have been reconciled we now have the mind of christ so we're no longer aliens and enemies in our minds by wicked works yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh in the body of jesus through his death through his death through his death did he die yes indeed he died what did that death do look what the word says the word says the word says that we are now presented before god holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight what <laughs> this is what brings you cheer you're not trying to climb a ladder to please god you're not trying to jump through hoops to be more holy and more pure and blameless in his sight the blood of christ has brought forth peace and reconciliation and through his death we have been presented to our heavenly father how because as he came up from the grave together with him we came up and where he is at the right hand of the father before his father we are right there in the very presence of god every day 24/7 all the time every single minute in every single hour every single second in every single minute we are before our heavenly father reconciled reconciled through the cross and through his death we have been made acceptable in the sight of our heavenly father above reproach but look at verse 23 if indeed you continue in the faith if indeed you continue in the strength of persuasion of what he has done for you if indeed you continue in your fellowship with his spirit if indeed you continue in the fellowship with the living word if indeed you continue in the faith faith comes through the hearing of the word of god and so we are to continue and this is what cheering up looks like a continuation a constant reminder that it is finished it is finished all i do is i walk before him pure in his sight and i overcome all because he has already overcome all and so back to verse 23 if indeed you continue in the faith grounded and steadfast and are not moved you are not moved today we are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you and i have heard which was preached to every creature under heaven of which i paul became a minister and so today we cheer each other up today we encourage one another and in the book of hebrews chapter 10 verse 23 the same theme of what we've been camping on let us hold fast let us continue 
Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. Don't be moved away from this confidence. Don't cower. Don't believe the lie of the trouble. You know the truth. If God be for you, who can be against you? You know the truth that you now abide in love. Love now resides within you and is flushing out all fear. You know what the word says? That you are born of God and you do not fear because it was your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. You belong in the kingdom of God. You have been transferred out of the world's claws and hold. You've been snatched out of Satan's disposition of evil and you have been placed in a brand new kingdom of the love of his son in a disposition of grace and mercy and rest and full acceptance. And we're not to lose hope in the gospel. For he who promised is faithful. Has God promised? Yes. Well, God is faithful to keep his promise. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. We don't want to stir up wrath into one another. We want to encourage one another and stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, encouraging one another. We encourage one another. We encourage one another. And so much the more as we see the day approaching. Both Joe and Malachi in the Old Testament call this day the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Great for us that are His but dreadful for those who have rejected him. And so today we want to have a cheer, that this cheer of confidence in what he has said, that he is faithful indeed, will be contagious to those in the world, will be a beacon of light, so that none perish, so that more and more will come to this knowledge of the one true God that we will not be embarrassed nor ashamed by the gospel of Christ because in the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. And so when we are of good cheer, when we are of those that trust God and believe His promise, we can experience His rest. We can experience His booing up. We can see the demonstration of his power towards us who believe. Let's go to Matthew. Matthew, we'll finish off with Matthew 11. And this is another one we can quote. It's time to live up, live it up, live it up. In Matthew 11, 28, come to me, Jesus says, all you who labor and are heaven laden. And that's what trouble does. It makes us weary. It puts on a burden. At least it wants to. But what do we do? We refuse the burden. We cast all the burdens on him because he loves us. 
says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Time to learn from him. And that's what trials do and tribulations is we run into him and we start gleaning from the word. We allow the word to encourage us daily. It's maturing us. That's why it's working a far greater weight of glory because we get to learn from him. And Jesus said, for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I want to look up the word in verse 28, rest, that we are to come to him and he'll give us rest. And that is the Greek word 373. It's, let's see if I can pronounce it, anapauzo. And um, it's from Anna and Pao, which means to repose, be exempt. Remain by implication to refresh. Do you know that you and I are exempt? We have an exemption from the curse, from the curse that's found in the world. We have a rest the world does not know. We have a place of repose that remains wide open for us. And uh, the word study here is properly to give experience of rest after the needed task is completed, to pause after precious toil and care. So after we have labored, labored and realized it's not working of my own accord, I can't fix it. And we cast it on the Lord. That's when we enter into his rest. This word again is to make, to rest, to give rest, to take his ease. Isn't that amazing that today we can take his ease versus the toil that is found in the world. And so I encourage you, this is our cheer. It is us trusting our Heavenly Father. Thank you for coming and listening to me again on this Dominion Talks with Desi Schneider. Be blessed.